Hello there Bat fans and welcome to another edition of Bat Books for Beginners or BBFB. I'm your host Nick and today I'm looking at Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Trinity, which is a three issue comic book limited series published in 2003. This book is written and drawn by Mr. Matt Wagner, who has been reviewed several times on BBFB. Look back at previous episodes for stories such as The Mad Monk, The Monster Men, and Batman Faces. This series focuses on the first meeting and first alliance between DC's Trinity, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Their names are legendary. Wield their powers. Feel their fury. Fight for justice. When the world meets heroes, no one else is in their league. In Antarctica, shadowy figures track down and dig out a creature created by Lex Luthor, Bizarro. Clark receives a tip from an old friend, Bruce, and he meets him in his limousine. Bruce explains that he has been on the trail of an exclusive cartel that can obtain any type of weapon, calling themselves the Purge. An Amazon woman who calls herself Diana passes her audition by fighting several shadowy figures. A man from the shadows offers her a position with the Purge. Clark breaks the code on the disc given to him by Bruce and discovers that the Purge was after something called Project Replica. He knows what it means and goes to one of the locations only to find it missing. Covered in heavy, thick chains, Bizarro sits as the shadowy man enters, Raish al Ghul. Calling Bizarro his friend, he talks him into joining the Purge and adds that no one will ever harm him again. In the Batcave, Batman informs Superman that the man behind the Purge is Raish al Ghul, an eco-terrorist. Bizarro steals a nuclear sub for Raish, only to be attacked. He shakes the sub and kills all the soldiers with one of the missiles launched and detonated near Themyscira. Above the Daily Planet, Superman is greeted by Princess Diana, aka Wonder Woman. She has come to talk about the missile that fell near her home, for which the Amazons believe Superman responsible. When it is eventually revealed to be the work of Bizarro, Diana voices regret over the Amazons' initial suspicions of Superman, and both decide to take down the sub. The fake Diana working with Rachel Ghoul, and members of the Purge meet with a street gang in Gotham. Batman arrives, and when he goes after fake Diana, Batman is able to fend off most, but not all, of her attacks. Finally, the fake Diana knocks him out and escapes. Recovered, Batman uses one of the Purge members to get answers. Not able to get anything, Wonder Woman and Superman arrive and use her golden lasso which they wrap around the man and he starts telling the truth. Diana doesn't approve of Batman's aggressive methods, but he isn't seeking approval. Superman tries to play peacemaker while he introduces one to another and explain why they're here. Diana is taken aback though when Batman reveals the fake Diana wearing an eagle crest like the real Diana's. Batman departs, leaving Wonder Woman to question how Superman could consider such a man a friend. In her jet, Wonder Woman sits impatiently until she picks off a signal that is Bizarro. Following him to Raish's lair, she learns that the missile is still prepped and ready, so she reveals herself to him. As she gets to Raz, Bizarro appears and gets the upper hand, even breaking Diana's lasso, before completely beating her. Superman reaches a silo in Bulgaria and stops one missile as it launches. Wonder Woman awakens in the same chains that held Bizarro with Raz next to her. 
Exchanging words, Raz reveals that one of the missiles will destroy Gotham, while the others will give something bigger for Superman to worry about. All part of his plan to save Earth from man. Just as Bizarro is about to kill Diana, Batman appears and hurts Bizarro with an explosive that hurts his eyes. Blinded, he flies off as Batman fights Raz and beats him, until Ubu surprises Batman in order for Raz to escape. Freeing Diana, Batman and Wonder Woman make their way deep into the complex until Diana gets weakened from the fumes of the Lazarus Pit. Batman goes to work on the missile as one of Raz's followers, Sybil, attacks him. Diana, still weak, fights her but is stabbed. Batman cries for the Amazon just as Sybil falls to her death and Batman stops the missile. Diana enters the Lazarus Pit just as Superman arrives. When she emerges, the fact that the pit causes anyone to go insane at first leads Diana to leave Superman and Batman. Worried about her, Superman and Batman travel to Themyscira to see how Diana is doing. Diana apologises for her hasty departure from Gotham and assumes the Purge is still active. Batman is quick to realise that Raz will have to change his plans. Superman finds out where Bizarro is when Batman's tracking device is being interfered by extreme cold. Wonder Woman meets Batman as Bruce Wayne, indicating that, that she knows who he really is. And it is with him that she figures that with a rogue Amazon as his ally, Themyscira would be the perfect target as Raz's new headquarters. Raz's forces reach Themyscira and the Amazons prepare for battle. A sonic device knocks Bizarro out as Wonder Woman and Batman descend onto the scene. As Batman battles Bizarro and Wonder Woman and Raz duel, Artemis, or the fake Diana, leads the attack against Themyscira. However, she can't fight her own people, so she decides to fight against Raz's forces. Wonder Woman finally defeats Raz and helps Batman against Bizarro until Superman comes in, burns Bizarro's hand off, and pushes him into a volcano. The battle ends. Returning to their homes, all three of the heroes agree that without each other, this disaster might not have been averted, and each of them consider the other's friends. In an epilogue, Ra's al Ghul's body is found by his daughter, Talia. Artemis, or the fake Diana, begins her journey home after spending a few months on the other side of Themyscira. And below the ocean, the severed hand of Bizarro glows an eerie red, becoming red kryptonite. I am ready, Mother. Then go now. Follow the path of misery, of death and destruction, and you will find Ares. May Gaia be with you, Diana. All of Themyscira, all of the world, Depends on you. In review, I thought it was quite an interesting book. I enjoyed the fact that Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman did not really get along to start with. The friction between them creates sparks thanks to the addition of Wonder Woman, who in a way represents a bridge between Superman and Batman, two quite distant characters. Mr. Wagner, however, does not make their difference is childish. The things that distinguish them are fundamental to their psychologies. Batman has no family, and Wagner pushes Robin and Alfred to the sidelines to emphasise that tragedy that has made him, which helps readers understand his reluctance to team up. His isolation is attributed to his tragic life and his style of working out of a lonely cave. And they develop this further, and one of the reasons I think Batman is reluctant to team up is the fact he's just a man. He always feels a bit weaker around Superman and Wonder Woman, these superheroes, and feels he has to compensate for the fact he's just immortal. And I enjoyed the moment when Superman questions whether if he was a mortal man, would he do the same thing as Batman? I thought that was a very interesting point. However, when the world is threatened, all these differences become meaningless and are put to one side. Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman 
have dedicated themselves to a single goal, saving lives. The similarities between these three heroes are equally striking at that point. I thought it was interesting that Robin appears but isn't allowed to participate. Batman feels that when superpowers become involved it's too much for Robin. So Superman mentioned, so you only let him fight madmen then. And Batman came up with a great quote which was, at least madness is human. I did think that Batman seemed a bit out of character at certain points in this book. I enjoyed his rivalry with Superman and his attempt to not rely on him at all such as not getting flown and be independent. But sometimes he's portrayed a few times as a brute with a computer. Plus the kiss moment between him and Wonder Woman seemed like a moment of madness that Bruce Wayne wouldn't succumb to. I gather it's not easy for writers to use Batman in superhero context in team-ups such as this, since he has no none of those powers. So I felt they went against Bruce's character a bit to ensure he matched his powerful peers in this book, and I didn't think it worked too well. But it's not at all moments, sometimes you feel like this is the regular Bruce Wayne, and at other times you felt this this is a bit out of character. The book is, however, very focused on the characters, and maybe loses focus on the terrorism plot devised by Raz, to pay more attention to the team dynamic. I felt Artemis, or the fake Diana, was never discovered by Wonder Woman, which was a disappointment to me, as I was hoping for an exciting confrontation between the champion and the traitor, and it didn't pay off. I think what makes Matt Wagner's artwork so different from what you're used to seeing is its sense of scope and the use of coloured space. The technique makes the adventure seem more cinematic. The breathtaking settings create the illusion of a real thriving world under a threat that can only be stopped by the combined might of our trio. There's also a mix of, sometimes it seems like Golden Age art, or in particular Batman looks like he's from the animated series. There's art deco styles, and it's all mixed up and it makes a very impressive effect. The whole thing doesn't look realistic, but it's very stylistic and it works in a way that I enjoy it and quite a few people do appreciate Matt Wagner's art. So in conclusion, this is a good book with flaws. From a Batman perspective, it's okay, lets it down a bit for the change of character. From a DC Universe perspective, it's a good book. Matt Wagner has again proved he's a good writer and artist and sometimes he gets it right. Sometimes the art outweighs the writing, but this time he got a good balance. But again, the writing focuses more on the characters, less on the plot. But when you've got characters this big, that's not too much of a problem. So in conclusion, I'll be giving it 4 out of 5 Batarangs. Patience, Princess. Intergang moves in mysterious ways. Tell me about it. We'll find out soon enough. And in the meantime... I know. Patience. But it's just a job to you. I'm talking about going down there and having some fun. Maybe, maybe with someone special. No, no dating for the Batman. It might cut into your brooding time. One, dating within the team always leads to disaster. Two, you're a princess from a society of immortal warriors. I'm a rich kid with issues, lots of issues. And three, if my enemies knew I had someone special, they wouldn't rest until they'd gotten to me through her. Next time I'll be looking at Batman colon Batgirl, published in 1997 as a graphic novel, which tells us of Batgirl's beginning of being a superheroine. We see Barbara Gordon getting used to her new night job and feeling the thrills of the new experiences. So we get to revisit Barbara soon after her origin story and see how she's getting on with her crime-fighting career as Batgirl. Until then, I hope you've had an excellent holiday period so far and... I look forward to plenty more BBFBs in 2010. See you next year, guys.